This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Liam Maitland, KCBS Foodie Chef, 21st Amendment Brewery in San Francisco. Sean O'Sullivan, slash your friends. How are you? Yeah, cheers. It's great, great to see you here. Welcome. Well, a lovely way to begin the afternoon. Let's go for it. Here yeah, we go. Here we go. Hmm. Sean, happy 21st. Thank you. First question, what are we drinking? We're drinking our pumpkin beer. It's, uh, it's our pumpkin orange, uh, orange whip uh, hazy IPA. It's a mouthful, like all our beer names, and uh, it's got everything in it. It's uh, like loosely based on a, on, a, on a pumpkin latte that you would get at your favorite coffee shop. Uh, so it's got, like, it's got vanilla in it, it's got pumpkin in it, it's got spices in it, it's got a whole bunch of other stuff in it, and it's just like... It hits the hits. It does. It hits the hits. It goes yeah. down well, yeah. too. Mm. I mean, gosh. Here's what I love about you, Sean. You're having fun. Yes. Uh, making, making, making beer. Uh, I love the whimsy. I love the names uh, of your brews. So I'm just curious to know, firstly, before we go back in time, uh, when it comes to coming up with the names, like the name of this gorgeous brew here for October, do you wake up in the middle of the night? jump to your pad and start writing things or do they just come in the middle of the day where does the inspiration come from and who does come up with all the names well we we do as a group uh, largely i mean it's uh, my business partner nico frecia and our like creative team which sounds like it's a huge group but it's really not it's like a couple other people yeah. uh and we just like you, uh, you know we think we think things up we actually try to like lean into our our mantra which is the you know celebrate the right to be original uh and our names are a mouthful i yeah. mean you know hell or high watermelon <laughs> brew free or die ipa i mean they're big names so what's the funniest one you've come up with over the years uh probably the funniest one we've ever come up with i would have to say is uh, putting you on the spot right yeah, my god there have been like, so many you know what it's like trying to pick your favorite kid yeah you know, sure it really is um but i love that also sometimes you'll You'll, you'll, you'll reference the city, you know, because yeah. I know this would not happen without the city of San Francisco. This is where you put a stake in the ground 21 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Uh, but let's go back then in time. 1998, you buy this building. Want to tell friends, where are we exactly? Uh, we're at 563 2nd Street. We're just two blocks from where the Giants play baseball. South of Market, right across from South Park. We've been here for 21 years. It's been a ride. Yeah, it's been a ride. In 1998, let's paint a picture for our friends listening. What was here? It was pre-ballpark. The ballpark was being built, right? Yeah. Just. Uh, and I know there was a great club, Townsend, 177 Townsend. I may have frequented. I don't remember much about those days. But 
Uh, what else was down here back in 98? Well, it was a lean time, that's for sure. I mean, 1998, we were looking in the area. Actually, the reason we were looking in this area is because it was affordable because there wasn't a lot going on down here. It was like, it was, there was tech had not arrived. Uh, the ballpark wasn't here yet. In fact, the ballpark voted just happened around the time that we found this space. And people think we're the smartest people in the world. And it was honestly just dumb luck that we landed <laughs> like two blocks from where the Giants play baseball. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty seedy down here. I mean, there was like homeless encampments. There used to be a train going down 2nd Street, uh, a lot of illicit activity. Uh, I think I may have been on that train. <laughs> I was the conductor some nights. Yeah, there's actually stories about that, too, about that train with the former residents here. But no, it was, a, it was a really like lean time, and then the ballpark came in, and it blew up. I mean, they started playing baseball in March of that year. We opened in August, and honestly, it saved our lives. Yeah. Because, you know, in the early years, right when we opened, uh, you know, that was the end of the first dot-com wave. It was the dot-com bomb, and, yeah. you, know, the, you know, it fell out. And then you had 9-11 next year. And then, you know, the economic downturn. And really, it was the baseball park that kept us alive. All those home games, people yeah. walking by here, like thousands of people to go to the ball game. So, Well, and here we are. You know, you're coming of age, Sean. You're looking good for 21. Thank you. Uh, you know, lots of highs, lots of lows. Uh, if you were to put a couple of timestamps uh, in the journey of 21st Amendment, beginning in 2000 when you opened, what were the other significant stepping stones for you as a brewery as a company well in 2003 when my son was born but yeah. no aside what's from what's his name his name is Ryan Ryan, Ryan oh, good God. he's at UCLA now yeah. um, but no it would probably would have been in 2006 that was significant because uh, I went out to uh, Denver Colorado to the Great America Beer Festival which is this big annual festival that happens every year mm-hmm. where every every craft brewer you know enters and wins or tries to win awards and the public goes out there and enjoys the festival but I went out to Oscar Blues in, uh, in, in Colorado Colorado and saw they were canning their beer and came back that year and, and told Nico like hey we got to put our craft beer in cans and that was it that was like that was probably what launched us on where we are today sure so back then think about it you were serving I mean how much much beer were you making back in 2000 the first year compared to where you are now yeah, yeah I mean for, so the first year was probably 500 barrels which is about a thousand kegs yeah. and you know and we'll we'll do an excess of a hundred thousand barrels this year Good Lord. Uh, yeah, <laughs> at our production brewery in San Leandro. So definitely 2006. And also yeah. it was a time when nobody was putting craft beer in cans. It was like when you talked about canned beer, they thought it was like, you know, yellow piss water. Yeah. And so this was, you know, it was huge to open up a craft beer uh, in a can and like smell those hops and have that flavor experience. It was un- unbelievable. Yeah. Listen, I've been a fan for many, many years. I'm not just saying that, Sean. I really am. Uh, you've received many awards over the years. Uh, of all the trophies, of all the accolades, uh, which ones matter most? Well, for me personally, it's probably the beer that you were enjoying earlier. It's El Sully. Wait, uh, I was drinking before the interview. Oh. <laughs> tasting, I said tasting. Yeah. Liam. Uh, it's, uh, no, it's probably El Sully for me personally because it's a Mexican-style lager. Uh, it's near and dear to my heart. People call me Sully, and it's yeah. called El Sully, so you can get the connection there. Yeah, there we go. Um, it's an Irishman making a Mexican-style <laughs> lager. You'll find, you'll find the thread there. And this beer has won a gold medal and a bronze medal at the Great America Beer Festival two separate years. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, that's unbelievable it's yeah and it's it's you know it's based on like what you would have in Tecate or Modelo uh, we like to say it's what Modelo dreams of when it goes to bed at night because I was a little bit more flavor than those beers and yeah it really it draws on like back when I was living in Southern California living at the beach surfing eating a lot of like you know carne asada and drinking Mexican beers good old days to me yeah the good old days like we talked about when you turned 21 yeah <laughs> so yes that's right uh, by the way um, my, my nose is going bonkers right now because because the food uh, just showed up you know part of the 21st 
uh, amendment experience is to come here for the great brews, uh, the beers on tap, the beers in a can, and of course the food. Uh, what's before me right here? What are we about to eat, Sean? Well, so uh, what you have right here is our, our, our Sully, again, it's our, our Sully cheese curds, uh, which is interesting because these are curds from uh, from wisconsin actually and this is a i think of cheese curds as kind of the midwest version of fried calamari oh yeah no you know it's and the reason we're we're serving this for a time we actually brewed uh in 2008 in in the in in cold spring uh, minnesota and so i set out because i was out there a lot that i was going to find the best cheese curds i could find and so these are amazing these are curds which are which are beer battered and then they're deep fried and we serve them and then you eat them all up and you feel good about yourself um, and look at i'm eating as you're talking right next door um these are these are nostril flares right yeah. here yeah these are our wilson um these are our wilson wings so this is a you know barbecue sauce on top with uh, a, a little uh, a dip right there and uh yeah those are uh, again some of the great you know f- food that we have here it's just yep. it's perfect with beer because it's 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 you know it's satiate it's got this you know great flavor it's got some you know saltiness and all this and you want to wash it down with a cold beer yeah well we got plenty here yeah. uh sully what makes a great brew uh it's well constructed it's balanced it's something that you know where you hit the flavor marks on this particular style uh and you you know you, you keep it in tone that's what i've always been a balanced brewer i don't want to like have something that's going to hit you over the head but i want if it's part of the style i want you to be hit over the head yeah well <laughs> listen this october brew right here i mean i love how this came to you i mean just thinking about a latte and and the tenants of a latte and just bringing those to to a brew uh when you work on something new how long does it take you? What's the process? What is your process? So there's two different types of brewers. There's hyper-technical brewers, and then there's brewers that are like chefs. I actually wanted to be a chef at one point. I worked for a day at Chez Panisse over there in, in Berkeley and actually was offered a job. This is when I was living in Southern California, trying to figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life. And so I was either going, going to go into cooking or into beer and opted to go into, I like to cook at home, but opted to go into, into beer as, as in a profession. And so uh, for me, I approach it as it's a it's science and cooking you, you have to adhere to certain you know scientific principles just because of the process there's you know chemical reactions da 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 in yeah. brewing but I look at it like cooking you know I look at ingredients as nuances and what we want to do whether we're adding watermelon we're adding type, some type of fruit to beer spices herbs sure. whatever it is so uh, that's what drives me I love I love invention I love you know innovation and creation of, of craft beer are there any that we that you were close to making it just didn't work out but you thought oh my gosh this is going to be great uh, uh, do you have any of those hidden away uh, the, the beer the beer that almost made it but you thought nah not going to work oh, you're asking me to like uh, <laughs> show the dirty laundry right yeah, now come on come yeah. on we're old yeah. friends down the pub having a pint yeah so probably uh, yeah that's a hard one that's a real hard one we have not you know, occasionally you have to not serve a beer. Yeah. Like you, you know, in that ha- in 21 years, that's happened. You know, maybe four times, yeah. maybe a little more. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I I think uh, we, one time we tried to make a beer that was, uh, it was sort of it, it, like a it was like a uh, shit, what's the putting you on the spot here, yeah, Sean. Putting you, put put you on the spot. Putting you on the spot. It was it was it was akin to an absinthe cocktail. Oh, there we go. And yes. Yeah, didn't make it out of the gates. In fact, in fact, the only way, the, the, the goal to serving that beer was that you had to float a sugar cube on top huh. to make it palatable. And there weren't enough sugar cubes that we could 
foot in that beer to make it palatable. <laughs> so as we do once in a while, we sent it to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Um, listen, you have serious fans, hardcore fans. What's the, what's the one beer uh, that if, if you took it off the taps, there'd be, there'd be riots? It's like a restaurant. There's, there's, there's that dish that you can never take off. What's your brew? What's your beer? That no matter what happens, it'll always be available, yeah. always be on tap, always be served at 21st Amendment. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, it's our hell or high water line or, you know, our, our, our hell or high line. It's, uh, you know, we started with hell or high watermelon, which was a recipe that my business partner brewed at his, you know, his apartment here in uh, the Panhandle in San Francisco years ago. But it's, it's that line of beer, whether it's watermelon, uh, mango, which comes out in the fall, or pomegranate in the winter. Yeah. It's that, especially the hell or high watermelon. That's, pro- that's one beer that we've been brewing since 2001. It's a great story. We, you know, Nico came to me and said, hey, what do you think about brewing my recipe that I brewed at my, you know, my apartment back in the day? And I said, nobody's going to drink that crap. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. and so in 2001, I surprised him here. I took him back in the brewery just around the corner here uh, where we are. And uh, I said, I, I, and I said, I brewed your beer. I figured out how to do it. And, he, and it was interesting because uh, it blew up. So it was, it, when you come here, yeah. especially when that beer's on, you see the slices of watermelon on the side of the glass. And what was interesting, though, is because you think about, like, beer people are not into fruit beers. No. But I had big beer people. I'm talking about big beer yeah, people, yeah, yeah. you know, who are into Imperial Stouts and big IPAs. Sure. And yeah. they would come up and say to my ear, like, hey, Sean, I just want to let you know I really like the watermelon. And I would tap him on the shoulder. He'd be like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Your craft beer credibility is fine. So the secret's safe with me. Yeah, exactly. Um, just talk about the experience here. Uh, this is a big day. The Giants, the SoCal rivals, the Dodgers tonight, postseason, first game. Place is packed. Uh, it's great that we're this side of the pandemic, Sean. Yeah. I can't imagine what the last year and a half has been like. Uh, I know for so many friends of mine who have restaurants and, uh, and bars, it's, it's, it's been a biatch. Let's just say that. So as you look out here and see a full house, the Giants faithful, uh, what comes up for you on a day like today? It's it's unbelievable, honestly. It's this is Fleet Week two right now, yeah. so you have like hello, these, Sada. <laughs> you have jets flying around, making a lot of noise, and people are. And I remember I was just right before you arrived. I like you know they it, they flew overhead. You heard like the noise, and yeah. I said, I, "It's the Giants, ladies and gentlemen," and just made this big like ruckus and yeah. applaud and got everybody going on that. So uh, this is honestly unbelievable. I mean, we're here, we're all vaccinated. That's you know to get into this restaurant, that's what you have to be. Yeah. And just yeah. to see people here right now, it's really a pre you know pandemic experience and I I, I mean I'm doing this interview we're like right next to each other and we don't have masks on we don't have yeah. A, yeah. and it's just exciting to see so many people here see people in in orange and black and just pumped yeah. for for this yeah. game and to be back here because honestly it was not like this like you said I mean I was I was the only person here for a long time we yeah. we had to let go of a lot of the staff we were able to hire a lot of them back um, and you know I and I think we're we're gonna be okay Knotwood yeah. so uh, it's 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 great there's a line out front you know <laughs> the beer garden is busy yeah people are drinking people are excited there's a guy over there with a Dodger hat on we won't talk about him um, in fact we'll probably have to heckle him later well, I, uh, and I walked in here in the blue blazer today yeah. what do I but I am wearing I'm wearing a Giants yeah. sweatshirt, so yeah. I'm forgiven, right? But we'll not wear that to the ballpark tonight. Yeah, I know we've we've hung out, we've met before, yeah. but when I saw that blue blazer on, I was like, uh, "What's going on with this guy? Did he switch teams? We don't know about." No, no. What team? Wait a minute. What are we talking about here? By the way, this is radio. I love that you wore a sailor's outfit for today. It's so cute, Sean. You look adorable. Uh, 
<laughs> I hope your son Ryan listens to this. He's going to be so proud of his dad. It's Fleet Week. It's Fleet Week. you gotta, you got to participate in all areas. Sean, it's October. we got this great brew here for this month. What else can we look forward to? What else are you doing to celebrate 21 years? Well, we had a huge party. We had our 21st anniversary party back in August, which was super exciting. The place was packed. I did a bunch of guest brews with uh, my friends who have other breweries and field work at Urban Roots in in, in Sacramento, down in Southern California, uh, with um, three weavers and and, uh, a couple others. But... We we got a new beer coming out actually that's uh, that's across the Wait, country is this, now. Is this is this breaking beer news? It is. Uh, let's call it breaking beer news. It's our Brew for Your Die Tropical IPA. Oh my uh, gosh! It's uh, <laughs> it's got Abe Lincoln on the front there uh, on Mount Rushmore, breaking free uh, with sunglasses and a flower lay on, and the rest <laughs> of the presidents are looking like, what is Abe doing now? And it's uh, it's uh, it's made with tropical hops. It's got a splash of tropical flavor in it as well, and uh, it's killing it right now. Yeah. See. I've always loved not just the brews, uh, the whimsy, but the artwork. Who does most of your art? Have you always kept the same design team? Uh, is it various people? Because it's always spot on. It brings the whimsy, the fun, uh, which it should be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, uh, we, that's what we got into this business was to have fun, not to take ourselves too seriously. Uh, but so Ben Kinzer is our senior designer. I mean, he's the one who's spearheading all the design. But actually, the illustrator for most of our most of our packaging comes from Joe Wilson, who's actually an Englishman. <laughs> Hello, and, chap. What, what? <laughs> uh, in outside of London, and he's been doing all our you know all our main core packaging for yep. a long time. And what's great is that I like it because it's an outside look on what America. Americana or twist on Americana is and yeah. he certainly has done that and he has a very much of a style that's unique to himself but it's also become unique to to what we look like as well well I, I love that you're not afraid to poke a little fun and to have a little fun you have to you, you have to I think if anything in life you just can't take yourself too seriously we like to have fun I mean craft beer can kind of get a little stodgy you know you have yeah, like a you sure. know really big you know big beer geeks when we like those beer geeks but yeah. uh, this is really accessible to everybody whether you're a beer geek or you're just somebody who wants a, a nice beer well and talking to where you sit within the beer geek community think about it Sean 21 years uh, think about just the other brewers the other brew pubs uh the other breweries around northern california uh you were in their early days it's pretty amazing what's happened in 21 years uh, what do you think of the competition what do you think of the other craftsmen who are doing doing things today well it's been extraordinary it's a great question i mean when we first opened there were probably seven craft breweries in san francisco and now i think there's probably 40 and so, and I, and I, and it's, and I knew everybody back in the day. I don't know if I know everybody right now. Yeah. It's like yeah. I'm that old timer. It's like, uh, who's that weird guy in the corner with the gray hair? Uh, yeah, but it's 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 been it's been a great ride. I mean, it's, we're collaborators in a lot of ways. I mean, from the early days, the great thing about the craft beer industry is that if you need something, you can get help. Whether it's technology, yeah. equipment, or ingredients. So, like, if I run out of like. You know, uh, let's say some grain. I can go. I can go to Anchor, or I can go up to you know yeah. Brendan Doble up at Thirsty Bear, who's just around the corner, and like and 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 grab like you know a sack of grain if I need it or something sure. like that. And isn't that a lovely thing? The community. 
it is a community, yeah. you know, and there are people you can tap, you can tap each other for what you need. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I mean, you're, it, we, we all get along. We, we, we have a, the, the Bay Area Brewers Guild, of which I was the founding member back in 2004. <laughs> 2004. It was a San Francisco Brewers uh, uh, Francisco. Uh, we were both teenagers that year. We were, yeah, yeah, that's sure. right. We were. We were just coming of age. Yeah. Uh, and, so you, and you just, we all get along really well. Yeah. What do you say to your followers, to your customers uh, who've been with you all these years? I mean, to all our followers out there, I mean, thank you. I mean, it's been an incredible ride. I mean, uh, we've had at, at this pub alone, we've had, you know, marriage proposals. We've done weddings here. I mean, we've had we've had the other side of us too. We've I've seen plenty of breakups happen here as well. But uh, you know, they keep coming back. And what's nice about like the Giants, be, you know, being here right now and coming back is that we see the same faces year after year coming back. The emails we get, you know, just the. You know, when you reflect back on it, honestly, is that, and you don't take stock in it on a day-to-day, but sometimes you look in the rearview mirror like we're doing right now, and I appreciate this, yeah. is that it's un- you just it's unbelievable the effect that you've had on people's lives. Yeah. And, if, you know, and once they put me in the pine box at the end of the day, I can actually feel good about that. <laughs> hopefully, I'll, hopefully I'll have a good beer in my hands. <laughs> I think you've got some years on you. Hey, Sean, really lovely hanging out with you. I don't know why we haven't done more of this sooner. Uh, I'm so thrilled that you've made it to... Uh, the ripe old age of 21, coming of age. <laughs> Keep on making great brews, uh, making our tummies happy too with great food. And remind folks uh, where they can find you. Yeah, so we're uh, with 21st Amendment and we're at 563 2nd Street, uh, right here in the Soma District of San Francisco, just a couple blocks from where Giants play baseball. Uh, and just because I love it, and I love you having to scratch your head to remember the title of this beer, the October Brew right here. What do we have one more time? Because <laughs> it is, it's a thing of beauty, friends. Come down here, 21st Amendment, get yourself uh, a glass. Uh, you'll be happy you did. And just so you know what to order. Yeah, order the Pumpkin Orange Whip Hazy IPA or the Random Hop Generator as part of our chalkboard project. You got it. Sean O'Sullivan. Good to see you, my friend. Uh, more on Sean's story, the 21st Amendment story. You'll find it at kcbsradio.com and click on Foodie Chap. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.